Hey, it's Pastor Mike. Welcome to the podcast where we spend a little time each week with a guest digging through the content from the previous week. We break it into bite-sized pieces and then push it out thrice weekly. We hope it helps you put God at the center, follow Jesus better, and love one another more practically. We call it Rechurch. So baseball season's almost over? Yeah, a couple more weeks, and then uh, we're out of baseball purgatory. That's right. <laughs> All right, uh, welcome to the podcast. I'm with uh, Adam Heath. He's part of the teaching team. Uh, um, but we're talking about Romans chapter 14. We've been through... 16, 15, we're counting backwards because um, we're going to celebrate a lot of stuff at September 12th, yeah. uh, not the least of which is our hope for another facility in the Northwest. We've got some great leads. Um, we've even got some people that know people um, that know people. They got that, a guy. Well, yeah, there's just, it's, it's cool to see things coming together in such a way that it could be kind of a corporate accomplishment. It's not just us. And there's yeah, people like that, that are interested in what we're doing. And that's exciting. It's exciting to be not just one single entity. Yeah. But be part of the community. Sounds like, uh, I don't know, like the way things were supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So uh, Romans chapter 16. Or 14. But starting, oh, okay. with, yeah, me. yeah. I just wanted a little recap. Thank you for trying to keep me on track. Sixteen. Um, uh, what's sixteen about? What are you gonna? How you summarize this? Well, I mean, a lot of it's he's kind of laying out his plans and saying goodbye and yeah, <laughs> saying hello to so many people and uh, uh, just a, a great reminder that there's this miraculous thing where these people have been established, not just individually. Uh, in Christ, but corporately in Christ. It's the first group. That's the thing that stands out to me is it is a radical diversity. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. It's miraculous. Miraculous diversity, the earliest stage of the church. I don't think I said it's Sunday. I think it might be the most diverse the church has ever been. Oh, yeah, you did say that. Because it's getting less and less diverse as time goes on. We just keep fragmenting into our little spaces yeah. where we're like everybody around Heartbreaking. us. Heartbreaking, because we're missing yeah. out on we're what they... Out what they got to experience in that miraculous space. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It had to be hard, just even functionally hard. Like, I don't even know what you sing, how you pray. Right. There's a certain messiness to it, right? Yeah. Uh, the where you can't be in control of it. You have to sort of just sort of hang on to the spirit for dear life. And I think maybe that's the perfect posture for well, it. And I think that must have been the beauty of the church. Yeah. Like that was the beauty of the church is this misfit group of people that have no business being together at all have no real capacity to get along yeah and they stayed together yeah they it's, had and you had to go well it's just jesus exactly exactly it's kind of what you can see coming out of romans 14 too not to get ahead of ourselves but you get a little hint like oh this was kind of messy wasn't it it was, it was hard yeah they they couldn't uh just put it in a nice clean box and yeah. package it and program it and squeeze yeah. it out every Sunday, you know? Yeah. And do you think the Jews are getting a bad rap in 14? Um, well, I do think that there's a, a, a posture that we have to go into it with. Like earlier in Romans, you get an understanding of like both sides need to humbly come into yeah. this community space. And I think if you miss that posture, yeah, you can misread Romans 14 as, as being somehow like 
uh, discriminatory against the, right. the Jewish people in the room that Paul is writing yeah. to. But I think the posture that he's calling for throughout Romans of humble sacrifice, uh, a, a loving community that he's yeah. envisioned, you know, throughout Romans. If you read with those things in mind, yeah. then you understand it a little bit more fully. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, they're like the older brother that Jews are, um, they, they are the obedient ones. They have been doing everything they can to follow God. They know God. They have history with him. And therefore have so much to offer. Right. They just have, and I don't even know that it's fair to say that they'd failed on any particular front. They were doing everything they understood that they were supposed to do. And now everything's changing. Yeah. Um, it, it, I don't know if they were necessarily being held to account for, for the things that were um, fading, you know, the, this new, new covenant is now in place. It was just really, really hard to make that switch, which is understandable. Yeah. But look how hard the, it was for Paul. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. All the, but all the, core values, all the faith, all the understanding of their, the one true God, they have it. Um, they're just having a hard time turning the corner. Whereas the Gentiles, it's all brand new, right? They're not having to turn I mean, they're, they're having to embrace something, but it's, there's nothing they're letting, they have to in one sense, let go of. Yeah. Yeah. So the Jews get a bad rap a little bit there, but they don't deserve it. Yeah. I agree with that. There's so much beauty in the sense of understanding that even as Paul is writing Romans, what he's constantly leaning on is the Hebrew scriptures. And mm -hmm. it's like he had this Rolodex of scripture in his mind. And then with Jesus, he sees how it all clicks into place. Yeah. He's just trying to help other people see the same thing. Yeah. If we were to boil all that down to one point to wrap up the first part of this, um, wouldn't it be something in the neighborhood of humility? Like so many people that are a part of church today have been a part of church. Um, but things are always changing. God is trying to do new things. The ability to let go of the old and hang on to the new or find the new, what God's doing. Without that, you can get off track or stale. Yeah, and I think that's at the heart of re-church for us here at Vista, and I think lots of churches around, just knowing a few other pastors and knowing a few people around the country. Everyone's been a little bit disoriented yeah. with the with the season mm -hmm. of life that we're in, and I think what we're seeing maybe is people who have humbly been willing to say, okay, well, let's plant that seed of humility and let's see what God makes mm -hmm. grow out of it. Yeah. This Christian life is a life of faith, faith in Christ. And the pathway to faith in Christ includes, is certainly not limited to, but centrally at its core uh, is a level of humility. It's, it's willing to say, I I'm going to believe in something bigger than myself. I'm going to believe in a world that, and a universe that rotates around God, not me. And what he's doing, I don't fully understand. And who he's doing it with is not the same as me. But I'm willing to go there if I'm humble. <laughs>